Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Rebel Guru Radio with best-selling spiritual author Eric Pepin, Season 2. Rebel Guru Radio is sponsored by Cramp Medic, the most powerful cramp fighting supplement on the market. I think it's an excellent product. I can honestly say for myself, and this is of course uh, difficult to say because it's coming from me, but I hope you take my word on it. I don't think there's anything out there better than Cramp Medic for leg cramps. I used to get them on a near daily basis, maybe every couple days. I know that uh, when I had my motorcycle or bicycle, uh, my legs would be the worst. I would wake up in the middle of the night in pain. Uh, there have been times where I've thought about, maybe I should go to the emergency room. Since I've used Cramp Medic, I probably use one serving and I will not have to reach into using this again probably for two, two and a half weeks. That is more than double what I felt was the recommended like once for every seven days. That's how effective it is. I do think that people need to use it for two to three times to build up somehow in your in your system. We have mainly all positive reviews. Apple cider vinegar is what is going to reduce, you know, acid buildup in your muscle tissue very rapidly. Cayenne pepper is going to expand your capillaries to move that blood into those tight cramping muscles that just do not want to let blood in there to soften it. It is very, very effective. It is going to get in there. Electrolytes very fast. It's going to do the job. It's just a great product. And that's what I have to say about it. Crampmedic.com. The other thing I wanted to say is the Higher Balance Institute store, HBI, or higherbalance.com. We've worked very hard at reducing and slashing the pricing, trying to keep it as a mainstay price forum. Uh, People have said over the years it's too expensive for them and they can't afford it. Uh, I don't know what the next excuse is going to be because it is extremely affordable. Um, We're doing our best to do that. Having Cramp Medic, finding other stuff to maneuver around so we can keep this thing going uh, has allowed us to bring those prices down. Uh, We do have a lot, a lot of material, a lot of classes that are really excellent, I feel. you know, going probably for several dollars, some of those classes. Uh, probably at least 70, 80% off of what we charge, maybe even more. Uh, one thing we may do is maybe change around in the store, like uh, uh, bi monthly or something, which modules we're offering because there's so many. I think people get lost in it. So if there is something you want, I strongly suggest you grab it before we start moving it around, but it will come available again. It just may take six months to a year before the, all those other ones start arriving. Uh, back for availability and we're going to start taking down some probably to try to keep some organization to just the the bulk of uh information here which i'm very proud of um so that's what i have to say in that please check out higher balance institute uh you know or higherbalance.com and uh support higher balance please get uh try out uh cramp medic for family friends anybody who has leg muscle problems or any kind of muscle problems in particular it it truly is the best product out there. No foams, no creams. You don't have to run to the bathroom if you're working at the office to put on foams on your leg by pulling on your pants and trying to get to your legs. Uh, No need for tablets. One shot, seven days, phenomenal. If you are interested in acquiring Eric Pepin's books, visit higherbalancebooks.com.
Lots to cover. All right, anybody got any questions you want to warm me up, get me chit-chatting here before we start getting serious? Okay. All right, go. Okay. This is something that's probably not going to be talked about later on, but I figured I was listening to um, Boot Camp January, yeah. and you mentioned about yawning to help uh, for to keep you young. For, and I was trying to understand the technique because it was it wasn't a visual, but as far as I like, I wrote down. So it's basically is it like a backwards yawn? You know, it's it's a backwards yawn, but that's probably not legitimately a good way to define it. You know, it just was a convenient way to try to explain something for a concept. And when when I did it originally and I explained it to someone, I just went ahead and released it on whatever measure I did because it was a conversation that came up. Okay. So with yawning, you know, we, we really don't know what yawning is per se, scientifically. We have some ideas. We either, it's a signal to convey to the rest of the tribe in a cave, it's time to, to conk out. Other people feel like it's a consciousness uh, shift or adjustment. Uh, other people have different ideas on it, but nobody really knows other than it seems to be that I think the majority, if not all, uh, mammals yawn. And so it's something we do. And I personally think that it is an adjustment to our consciousness or something is shifting in us. And it's just something that comes out in that process. Now, it could be because we're tired, but I've, I've yawned plenty of times when I'm not tired at all. Okay. So there may or may not be a connection here. And just because there is a connection here doesn't really remove the rest of the other things. It's to say what it has one feature, one, one causality, and that's all it can do. Okay, that's like saying my shoes only got one thing it can do and go on my foot. Hell no, I'm pretty sure I could beat my dog with it if you chewed up my couch. <laughs> so anyway, um, so with the, the reverse yawning, okay, is that when you go for a yawn, you can artificially simulate. So if I start yawning, you're going to start yawning, okay, or kind of feel like you want it unless you're trying to project it out, okay. So we know it's linkage. We know that if you visually see it, you will synchronize, which is a very important key here, okay? But the reverse yawning goes against kind of everything in our psyche. It's, you know, when we yawn, there's like a, a cascade of kind of almost pausing and then, then a release drop, okay? So what you're trying to do in your mind when you're going through this process, you're wiring into the back of your head. It's doing something that's directly coming from the brain. There's something going on there, okay? And by imposing just a kind of concept that instead of inhaling out, you might be going out or reversing whatever you're feeling. It's literally, all you have to do is just be conscious of the yawn in the sense that you want to imagine it doing the opposite it's doing, Okay. So for the most part, we don't think about it. We just yawn and we're just like, oh, I must be tired. You know, I must be whatever, okay? But you'll notice that there's a calm state of mind. There's like this, this almost like it's kind of a micro meditation being infused on you when you yawn. It's a very bring it down, calm it down, you know, uh, et cetera, so on and so forth. So it's an opportunity to go into your mind through self-reflection, self-awareness, self-consciousness. So you're doing this act, but you're saying instead of me, you literally are almost like allowing something to happen, 
Okay, you're 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 going with the flow more or less when you're yawning. You're you're kind of going through this motion in here, and what you want to do is you want to do either the reverse or the forward. Okay, depending on uh, what kind of yawner you are, let's say. Okay, so it's a state of mind and it's a belief. So if you yawn, it's almost like seeing. Imagine like you're you're. Here's a good one. Imagine it's a really cold day out and you yawn and you're seeing your breath. Okay. That breath, whatever it's doing, you kind of want to mentally in your mind project it's doing just the opposite. So if you're feeling exterior going out, you want to feel an interior going in instead. Well, so it's kind of like passing one another. One is what's happening. The other one is your state of mind that you're producing. You're trying to cop this into a, a feeling in itself, okay, by imitating it. So when you do that, you have to do self-study. But what you're going to find is there's a, it's almost like a different shift in your brain. You'll, you'll feel like instead of it bringing you down, okay, just go ahead and do this with me. Okay, so when you're yawning and you're bringing it in, I want you to imagine that you're really putting it out while you're putting it in. Remember, it's a lot of this, okay? So again, project your inward yawn going, you know, but you want to see it going out rather than in. Now, what you're going to find is it's really fucking hard to do. <laughs> it feels very unnatural. It's very difficult to do, and hence it takes great discipline to put it into practice. Okay? If it were easy and it was just natural, then it wouldn't probably do or have the effect that it does. So it takes practice. Okay? But remember, it's not so much about – it's about automating your body, but your mind – feeling or thinking the opposite, okay? So it's kind of hard to do. But what you want to do is self-study, be self-aware of how you feel afterward. Even if you think about it now, just doing that tiny bit, which was a terrible fail, okay, but probably 2% good, okay, it still leaves you with this kind of unusual, kind of weird kind of feeling a little bit, okay? That's what you want. It's, it's like signaling. So let me, let me come at this a little bit differently. You could say that when you yawn, you're synchronizing your biological clock to timing of your aging, okay? It's almost like it gets out of sync, and you yawn, and it synchronizes you. <clears throat> Do you understand? And it's that synchronization that's telling the cellular parts of your body to kind of like, this is what's going on. You got, you know, your telluride's all breaking down slowly over time. There's communication going on into your biological universe. Okay, so how do you approach that? Where's the easiest? I mean, how? It's not, it doesn't seem like an easy thing to do. Okay, so when your mind is opening to this process, it doesn't expect you to try to shoot in there. It doesn't expect your mind to be reversing on it. Okay, so it's kind of like you step aside, let it pass, and then you go through the door in while everybody's coming out. Okay, or vice versa in this case. And in so doing, that's all you need to do once in a blue moon. It, it, triggers like this uh, biological effect. Now, it's not huge, okay? It's not massive, but you're not literally trying to reverse your aging in truth. What you're trying to do is to slow it down, okay? Now, I'm not trying to brag, and I'm not trying to say this or that, and I have my good days, and I have my bad days, okay? But I do believe I age slightly slower than other people, okay? Now, I do my shit. I'll color in my beard a little bit or whatever. I get some grays here and grays here, but 
uh, I don't see anybody aging like I age. I age very, very slowly within reason, maybe 15% slower, okay? But that adds up, okay? So it's because of that. It's because of meditation. It's because of little tricks like this, and it's because of energy movements, and it's about just kind of being aware of my own ecosystem. I don't mean I won't go to shit sooner or later, but, you know, I, I do think that um, I do represent that in a good way, okay? And so, and I do think that people who listen to me, I think they all look pretty good for, for, for when they came in, you know, versus where they are now. And, you know, minus all the tricks and whatever it takes to look good, in the end, it's still a psychological effect of being youthful and with it and engaged and stuff. Remember, when you start graying out, you fade away from society and get lonely. Dye your fucking hair. They'll still see you, Okay. You get all gray and shit. You're the old lady on the mall, and they're talking about, you know, all sorts of shit. The teenagers swearing, cussing, sexual, all nasty, nasty. And you're one foot away because they don't see you. They don't recognize you. You're invisible. You don't matter in society no more. So having this kind of energy is what makes you still uh, validly engaged into society, per se. So the reverse yawning, I think, slows down the, the process by which you are galloping in your aging process. You're almost saying, ah, back a little bit, ah, okay? And you just do it once in a while. Don't overdo it. Just do it maybe once in a week if you can remember, once every other week. It doesn't take much. And sometimes overdoing something makes it so your brain rejects it in a way. So sometimes it's, it's better almost to pepper it rather than throw a heap of it on there. And this is where I think a lot of people with a lot of the teachings, they tend to want to go 100% hard, and they're not realizing that they got to kind of layer it so it takes on, and then it builds its momentum over time. Does that help? All right. Absolutely. Thank you. You're welcome. Next. All right. Um, I have a couple of questions, I guess, about like tram lines, timelines. Or especially like, um, you know, recently, definitely there were some periods of time where it kind of felt like a carnival if you ride. open this door, this is going to be the first 45 minutes, and then I got to start cramming on what we're going to do, okay? So that's a, this is a big box you're opening, okay? You want me to stop? <laughs> Somebody no, else I go? mean, hey, I, I'm the guy who says if, you, if I don't answer the question, I'm not the guru for you, you know? I got to do my best to, to answer it. You ask it, I'll, I'll, do, I'll try to answer it, you know? But I'm not sure yet where that question yet is. Well, just a, a couple observations was that uh, recently, you know, it definitely felt like a just really intense buck and bronco, lots of, tr tr it felt like tram lines and it felt like slamming into each other and like they were kind of fighting or something. And then um, there was periods right around there where it was like everything just went blank, like just like no programming like all of it like it was like the eclipse when the eclipse happened and it was just like sh and then it would like kind of get jiggy again so i was just curious about um i guess when when major tram lines switch is there always like a reverb um or why why the blank okay um you know it it would be I would be hard pressed to say that anything specifically would fall in line to any specific pattern. Okay. It's too big. It's too uncalculable, at least for our perspective in, in certain ways. Okay. But in other ways we can understand. 
Let me just start off and say that I am a, a firm believer that we went into it and you could say an alternate reality. Um, I do think it, it blended and this is how we ended up in the situation we did. If you take your time and you study the year prior, so it would be 2015, okay, you will see the making of, of that glitching starting. Okay, like like something's just not quite right, maybe even as early as 2014. And I was aware of it and I've tried to to hint in certain ways and stuff, but you know, you can't really say something fully because if I do, then I'm only solidifying it to manifest. So I always have to be careful what and how I say things. Okay. So I can tell you right now that. If we would have stayed, if we did not work as hard as we did, and I, I do firmly believe this, okay, but I also believe there's a lot of other committed people, and there was a lot of people that were even just red cells wanting with that anxiety for change. I think that we, we captured a lot of that energy to help it move in the right way, okay? But I knew that if I expressed those concerns, it was just adding more anxiety and more pressure to everybody. And so I did my best to try to contain that in a little bit and try to be positive when I really was like, oh, this is real serious now. Okay. Um, but uh, I do think that um, we now we're, how can I explain that? Man, I feel right now that we've given it a good push and we're back kind of on the track. Okay. But it's still kind of trying to get it like niched in real good, like locked on the rails. Like it's gotta, it gotta fall in there. We're on it, but we gotta, gotta get it to click. Okay. And, and then we're good. Okay. But we're there. This is very positive. Okay. What's happening is very positive. I believe QAnon for the most part is done. I believe the movement is done. It's, 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 but here's the problem. If liberals do not seek and actively participate in supporting their senators and congressmen, because that's really where it's at now, okay, not just the president, then we will slip back off track. We have to support it. We have to make it work. Um, and therefore, if we could do those two things, I think they could have a massive effect down the road because there would be no more of this bullshit of getting these people into office to do the, the awful things that they did, okay? Uh, but that's kind of where we're at, but I feel really good about stuff. My biggest concern right now, as I've been trying to move you guys over, is we got to look at COVID, and that's what we got to do. If we can get COVID under wraps, and I think we will, okay? Progressiveness of those things, we need to see them slow down. We need to see them, uh, the mutations calming down. And the, the point is, is even if a bad mutation comes out, that's really leaving really bad. If we can just get this one under control, okay, we can isolate them when people are sick. We know, well, they must have the other variant and we need to just keep them isolated and the problem solved. It'll be gone, okay? But if we have stuff ran running rampant and a new one keeps coming in, weaving in with the old, we don't have a way to weed it out. We won't know. And that's what's concerning me the most right now is just how bad it could get. You know, I, I'm I'm one of those people who believe that we can get a a a killer plague that can wipe out probably 75% of the human race still. And if you guys think that's not possible, this should be a good lesson. If it was more lethal, look how it spread. Okay, 
And I've warned about this coming for many, many years. It's been, you know, right on my, you know, okay, let's watch out for this. Let's watch out for this virus coming, da-da-da-da-da, okay? This was it. And it has the potential of becoming something extremely lethal if we don't get it under control while we can. And I do believe that uh, uh, President Biden and and, uh, Vice President uh, Harris – Uh, I think they're going to do an excellent job. I have complete faith in them, and I will sleep better at night knowing that they're in power now. So is there a side rail going down? Yes, but we've we've managed to kind of be moving back into the track area we want. We've got to make sure it stays there. That's going to come from focusing on COVID. COVID is the last thing that was kind of a weird side rail thing, okay? We can get that under control. The rest will restabilize on its own just by default, okay? I do see a bright future. I see the future that I wanted, the future that I am hoping for, and I am so very pleased with that. But I am a bit leery of the, the next election. If, if we don't get this under control politically, okay, we will have something much, much worse, much worse, and we'll be done for I mean, it's where I would seriously consider relocating to another country, me personally. But I have reasons. You get what I'm saying? My lifestyle choice, my me being a spiritual teacher and non-Christian. There's a lot of reasons. You have to understand that you these people are racist. These peoples are pure haters, okay? Whether it's – you guys are all falling into it even if you guys don't have any other fucking shit to come up. Just by the default that you're not practicing Christianity will isolate you if they keep gaining power. Okay. Don't think that it won't. It will. It will be at your doorstep. Okay. Questions, or do you want me to go more in depth, or? Um, yeah, I guess one. A couple curious things are like sure. when you were talking about 2015, and like if you study that, you can kind of see right before the original. You can see the makings of weird stuff starting to come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as getting it to lock in, you're saying it just needs to click. Just just do what we do, keep doing what we're doing, the jumps that you're mentioning, or is there anything else? Yeah, but I don't want you guys burning yourself out. There's a difference between quality and quantity, okay? You guys are doing quantity, not necessarily just just quality. And not that you're not doing quality, but you can't keep up this pace. And I have to be the one to say, look, look, I can tell you something. I mean, I haven't done any of these online classes for, for last month, I've, I've had a break for a while. At least I, I did a bunch to, to get a bigger amount of it. I can tell you I'm way stronger now after recouping, okay? You must be able to see that, okay? Versus constantly pounding out the classes, okay? So this is true not only for me, but it is for you guys. You guys have been pounding out these jumps, and I'm so proud of you, and I am so grateful, okay? And, and everybody tried to work with what they could do in their own lives and contribute, okay? But I do not want you burnt out because then you're no good to nobody. If you get pushed so hard by the, the lead jumpers, then you guys are no good. You're going to be spent. And they don't know anybody. They just want to keep jumping, okay? So it's, it's about pacing yourself and delivering quality in your jump versus quantity of jumps. Does that make sense? Everybody's on the same page. So what does that mean? I mean, I don't know how many jumps each group has been doing or how you guys have been doing it, but I would imagine there's at least two to three jumps in a given week. Okay. Yes, no, maybe. Or at least until I said something. Or is it more? God help me. More. Okay. That's what I was worried about. Okay. So 
how many of you guys do you think you guys are doing now or were? I would say three is a good average for, to sit. Well, yeah. I would like to see one good one per week rather than three until COVID's under control. I want you guys rested. I want you guys to take a time out. I want you just to focus on your normal meditations and your normal practices and align yourself stronger and better. Okay. Then if you guys are discussing the jumps, what I'm afraid of is that the jumps have become a social factor for gathering. And some people are more apt to want to get together and other people have more demanding schedules. So they're under pressure then to put their, they're like, they're not retired. They're not, you know, they don't have that kind of time or resources to, to be like, yeah, I can put off all my other stuff and we can do this more. It's time consuming also. Okay. But at the same token, you know, I think that I have to trust you guys to, to know that I'm behind you. If you guys need a timeout, don't feel like you should be feeling ostracized or, or you're not doing enough. Okay. You're doing plenty. Okay. But if I could get one good jump a week, okay, that would make me happy. And it doesn't even have to be every week. Different groups could do it, okay, and different people. So maybe you just jump once or twice a month. If we overdo it, how can I say this politely? I'm, I'm, I think that if you guys keep doing jumps that you guys are going to get sloppy and you start developing bad habits unconsciously that you're not aware of because it becomes routine, okay? And routine is kind of like when you're doing um, listening to soundtracks to meditate to. It loses its luster. You build an immunity up over hearing it repetitiously. It doesn't have the same effect that it had the first time or the second time. And it's a little less than the third. And by the fourth or fifth, you're kind of like, nah, you know, I need, I need something new. This is why it's very important to, to make sure that you're mindful of your jumps and that you're mindful of, of, of what the vibe overall is, the feeling. Are they excited? Are you interested? Are you intrigued? Because that's what's going to make a quality jump versus just doing it routine. I'm going in. Yeah, I'll do a sweep. I'm going to uh, – and you move on. There's a, there's a magic that, that is in there that gives it extra life, and that comes from feeling uh, fresh, feeling, feeling like you, you're ready to go in there, okay? Um, you know, I'm sure you guys know all this by now. Sure, I do. And uh, I hope it's not too off topic or simple. But, um, you know, uh, during this, say, COVID time, um, I felt emotionally uh, bogged down. And um, the other side of me also uh, does not want to approach my emotional side. I'd much rather listen to classes or intellectualize. And when I try to approach the things that I feel that I need to look at emotionally and lay the cards of myself on the table, I find an, a strong aversion to doing that task. And I guess I'm just wondering your thoughts on how to make myself do that or how to, how to maybe better integrate some some ways and means to approach that all right i need you to either give me an example or i need you to refine that a little bit because there's, i could approach that quite broadly but i think there's a precision hit somewhere in here and i'm trying to find it well um you know i would say uh even in just looking at um 
it doesn't have to be this, but looking at, at relationships, be they friends or partners, uh, whatever else have you, and looking at establishing boundaries for myself and establishing uh, things that I think uh, I need to, you know, get rid of in my life or integrate in my life so that I have a bit more balance within me moving forward. So, so you, you, what I, I'm trying to pick it apart and it's a little bit like a one-on-one, but I think maybe other people relate. I don't know. So I'm just going to go for it. Uh, it, it seems maybe that you've, you've got some stuff that are vexing you a little bit in your life. Okay. And maybe you're just trying to figure out how you're going to deal with that or, or how to approach it or, you know, remove it as a problem. Okay. What, what I recommend for you is, is to, to, first of all, do a little bit of time stepping on those subjects and, and do the, the uh, separation process in your head. And this will give you the strength to do it in real life. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, you can feel it out, play it out, you know, go through the emotions. Okay. But what I think is for a lot of white cells is there's a lot of guilt. Okay. That we can't be selfish, that we have to be given, that we have to always do for others, that we can't be selfish for things that we want. Okay. Or those things. Okay. So I think that what you have to do is you have to come to terms with that, that that's okay to have or to want. Okay. So if you want love in your life, the, the thing is, is that is, is oftentimes we, we get very specific about what we want instead of what we, what allow what we need. Okay. And, and in so doing, I almost would say dissolve your, your values of, of what you think love is other than opening yourself up to the prospect of receiving it. Does that, does that make sense? And I think that that, that right person will appear. Okay. If, if it's a different issue, then, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, um, let's see. It's kind of like, uh, so it's, it's hard for me to not to make it personal. Do you get what I'm saying in a session like this? But what, what I'm saying is, is that I think bottom line is, I think you need to write a list of pros and cons down. Okay. Yeah, and you yeah. need to take your time with it. Okay. And you need to look at those pros and cons per person, per situation. And you just got to right, break right. it down thinner. Okay. Well, and, and I, I guess that that's the, the crux there, it, it, not necessarily on a, on a personal level is even just getting myself to do that task. Mm-hmm. So that's my, my problem even, even, okay. and, and that's relays well, well, into many other areas. Okay. So there, there's a simple way to look at this. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question and I know you be honest with me. Just remember you're opening yourself up to be on film while we're talking about this, but I'm sure everybody will get something out, but you have to decide that for yourself, what your comfort level is. Okay. Are you happy? Um, I would say most days I'm about a six out of 10. Okay. Well, you know, most people are about a four out of 10. Okay. That's the thing that you need to realize because life isn't peachy every day. Okay. So if you're happy most of the time, then what would it be? What would it take you to, I wouldn't say get to a hundred. I think everybody's a hundred percent happy. I can't be around them. I'm like, just go away. (laughs) 
Uh, you know, just call me a grumpy guru. We all know I am. Anyway, but, you know, what's it going to take you to get to 80%? Because that seems to be what's bothering you. And I think that's the, I think that's the, the key. I don't know. And so yeah, I'm trying to know. see. You do know. So, so, so what is the problem? You tell me. Money? Is it, is it relationship? Is it loneliness? Is it, is it somebody controlling you from family? Is it, is it you feel trapped where you are and you want to escape? Now, don't look for what feels like it's it. You got you to kind of play with this. Okay. Sure. I mean, it, it is a bit of a feeling of, of trapped. Uh, maybe it's also a bit of a feeling of uh, wanting uh, more even out of the classes that I'm teaching or at least out of the students I'm teaching as well. Um, <laughs> I'll comment on that one. Anyway. <laughs> Um, uh, it's, it's also just, um, you know, I think I, I feel as if I don't, again, want to look at the things that I feel I need to change about me in a sense. So it's even if I, let's say I'm not in any <clears throat> relationship, but even just me looking at, okay, what do, what do I bring to the table? What do I expect out of somebody? I'm like, eh, I don't want to, I don't want to write that down. I don't want to look at that. Or, and, and again, that. So, but, but you do, because if you, the, the, the day that you do it is the, is the beginning of that change. That, that whatever you're looking for, I don't think you know what it is. I think it's a pressure in you. That's just this nagging slight pressure. It's not super intense, not super bad, but it's there. And I think you've got to isolate that through, through thinking out what's on your mind, what's going on. And you need to start asking yourself what's making you happy, what's not. What's, what? I don't think you know what it is then. I think you need to start right. laying stuff out in front of you as topics and then feeling each one in your chest. Like where, where, and it could be a couple of them. And I suspect that's the case. Okay. Yeah. Everybody wants to strive for happiness. This is a hard time. We're all, we're all kind of being a little bit more reclusive than normal. We're all a little bit fearful that we don't want to get really sick. Okay. So other people are withdrawn. So even if you can come out a little bit, do you get what I'm saying? It's other people are withdrawn in their shelter. Okay. So it's really adaptation. Okay. You've got to do more zoom. You've got to push yourself more situations where you're doing more video, more talk, whatever it is that you need to get out of you. Okay. But if you don't, it, look, I look at myself as this. I look at myself as um, a third person. I have to sometimes step out of myself and have a talk with myself as if it's not me, but all my, my shit, okay? In order to get a good perspective. You gotta talk to yourself. Life is gonna be okay. And then you know what? If it gets really bad, you gotta say to yourself, oh, no, 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 no. This is not therapy time. This is crazy time. We don't think about problems. We think about problems when we're, when we're okay in the morning and we're rational, okay? Mm -hmm. So you've gotta take that other part of yourself and you gotta say that you've gotta take self control over those issues. And remember, you're largely automated by a subconscious in your mind that's always talking, telling you what you want or need. That anxiety, those problems, that's it on steroids. That's not really the real you. Do you follow me? So the real you is that voice saying, calm down, let's be reasonable. And you always got to think, I got to talk to this person like it's somebody I care about, like a father. You got to be a father to yourself, okay? Yeah. And you need to, to do that. You have, all of you guys have the wisdom. You all have the intelligence. You all have the skill. But when it's us, it's, it's always harder. It's almost like you need somebody to give that to you. But if you don't have that person to give that to you, okay, 
then you got to say to yourself, I got to separate myself and be there for me and talk some sense into me. Because you know something, if you don't trust yourself, you're screwed. You have to realize there's no malice in, in when you confide to yourself. You know all your shit as well as you, the other part knows, okay? But you have to, especially times like this, you got to remember during COVID, there's more self-reflection going on in the planet in the last year than it probably has been in centuries. Globally, probably ever. This is the first time it's truly global. We're all aware of one another, okay? Which is something else that I want to point out. Okay, but I'll stay focused on this. But are you following what I'm saying? So yes. you need to, to, I still would write down everything and I would look at it like this change your approach on this. Instead of having the anxiety of wanting to deal with that, listen to me. Let me just cut to the chase. There's nothing wrong with you. You're a wonderful human being. I like you very much. And I think you're a good person. And I think anybody who got to know you would realize what a wonderful, incredible person is. And I think you will find the happiness and love that you want within three years. Okay. So that's what I need to get off my chest. That's what you really need to hear. Okay. And you're welcome. And so what I want you to think about it as this is a process of you elevating to a higher level. This is a process of you liberating yourself and and finding and moving towards that happiness there's nothing wrong with you you just need to realize you're, you're too smart and you're too turning on yourself okay and you need to just cut that shit out okay thank you and if you if you can't find anybody by that time i'll find somebody for you and marry you off okay <laughs> all right <laughs> okay you. all right thank you thank you next can I handle all of this and just, just do a power wrap 15 minutes and be done? I'll be like, yeah, yeah, I promise, promise, boom, boom. Well, I keep my promises. That's one thing I'm a stickler about, okay? Anyhow. So in the last class, you said something that, that um, uh, caught my attention. Uh, you, you were talking about the eyes, and you said the part of you that's spiritual is that middle pillar voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, you told us that to be... In non-thought, we shouldn't have words in our head. So how is that middle pillar voice different from the one of the biological brain? And how can you tell them apart? Well, the truth is you're dressing it in the voice, okay? Your voice doesn't, your voice in your mind was stolen. It's stolen by the biological driving machine. And if I'm going to be straight up about it, it's from the simulation. It is the program that says this is how human beings run. This is what you're going to do. Here's your sociological programming for your society. Here's your fucking shit for your DNA fucking viewpoint from your family. Here's all the mixed cards, nice and blended. Let's see what happens, okay? But that voice is to keep you in the rails, okay, for this simulated reality. And that's what it's doing. It's constantly readjusting and moving you and making you think certain ways and have certain ideas that always seem to keep you in what I call, when you watch animals, when they're out in the wild, they're always foraging all fucking day. There's, you know, that's how they survive. Your brain is almost doing the same thing, but it's foraging you to, to stay in mundane thought processes. Okay. So it's a stolen voice to imitate you in every single way so that you trust it so that you you feel like it knows that this is what you want, okay? When you have the middle pillar, we're so used to hearing that voice that we don't know any other inner dialogue, okay? So when we want to feel something, you can get to the point where you can do it without those words, okay? But 
there is something in the detailing that we still relate to, and we want to hear that that voice of certainty, that voice of clarity in our mind, that voice of calm and beauty and, and such. So what I'm saying is, is that when you center yourself and you find you and you go to your inner core, your inner self, you'll know. And it's you're really forcing almost from that place your inner voice to to submit to your higher power to speak through it. Does, does that make sense? So you're saying, yeah, you're, you're done babbling. I'm going to use you now to speak for me the way you were meant to speak. It's the same thing when I say my own therapist. You think I'm one of those idiots in my head run the therapy show? Fuck no, okay? But hell no. I'll be in the kitchen eating all sorts of shit and quarts of ice cream, okay? It's okay, Eric. It's just one day, you know? You can burn off 20,000 calories this week, <laughs> okay? So... In either case, it's like you remove that voice and you make that voice purged, pure. And you're, you're, you, you then have to talk to yourself because it's really you, but not, but it's from you at the same time. Does that, does that make sense? It's a triad. This is, this is triad of, of, you know, it's like they say the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, but it's all one fucking thing. There's a truth to that. That's taken from, from ancient times before fucking religion. They didn't steal everything. Okay. So there is a there's three higher states I keep saying, and the fourth is the divine. Okay, it's like it's unattainable, but it's experiential. Okay, it's God. Okay, so in essence, you're you're using one of those three dynamics to take and be what you need to be. One of them is the the, the father. Do you understand? One is the son. Okay, and one is the the spirit of you. So all three intelligences are are kind of working together in the ecosystem they've been stuck with. Okay, so it's separated at all, and that's fine. Okay, so when you hear that inner voice, and you're you're you you'll feel like if you close your eyes, okay, clear your mind, and I want you to feel the presence of your body, the presence of you, and what I want you to do is to repeat to yourself in the most divine, clear, compassionate, nice, slow. I'm, I'll try to imitate it. I'm not the best at being sweet and nice, but. And you're going to repeat what I said, and you're talking to yourself from yourself. So your father is talking to the son in you and into the spirit in you, okay? And you're going to say, you are loved. You are brilliant. You are kind. You are strong. You are needed. You are kind, you are good, you are loved, you are beautiful, you are strong, you are a warrior, you are capable of forgiving, and you can trust yourself. Now, open your eyes. Was that good? Excellent. Yes, thank you. Now, that is from your higher self, and it's using the voice in a way in, internally that's controlled rather than and from a, a place of purpose, rather than no purpose battling at you to make you forge randomly in whatever it wants you to do in the fucking world. Okay? There's a difference. Okay? You take the voice and you say, let me use it for what it was meant for to talk to my biological self. 
So you could say the son is your biological body. The father is your higher consciousness. And this Holy Spirit, well, you're not, well, it's a spirit is an energy, okay? That's your consciousness. And there, there are three dynamics, you know, just remember one, two, three. It's always been there. It's three intelligence sources, okay? So we want to think of everything individual. You shouldn't. We're spiritual. We think of three that, that become a harmonic of one perfection. And that harmonic is the fourth, which means it unified. When your three are unified, you are unified because you become part of the presence of the universe. You immerse with it. Am I going too deep tonight? All right. Oh, that's great. Thank you. You're welcome. A lot of people ask us, where is the best place to start with our courses and material? The fundamental backbone of everything in our catalog is the Foundation Meditation System. This is a unique meditation technique geared to the purpose of absorbing prana, stimulating key regions of the body that enhance sensory development, and allow one to tap into a source of unbridled spiritual energy. Foundation Meditation can be learned in our book, Meditation Within Eternity, or you can visit our website, foundationmeditation.com, to acquire the audio course. Again, that's foundationmeditation.com. Each of Eric's books comes with a secure readers-only section online that contains a treasure trove of complimentary free training material. When you add up all the free training you get with each book, you have a combined total value of over $1,000 in additional content. This includes classes, guided meditation exercises, and more. Digital and physical copies are available at higherbalancebooks.com. Order the set on discount now, and we'll also send you a free guru deck in the mail for physical orders. Again, that's higherbalancebooks.com. Go there now, order your set, and join the growing movement of spiritual adepts. Follow us on Instagram at higherbalanceinstitute, all one word. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a positive review to help others like yourself find this knowledge. If you would like to support this podcast, please visit our online store at higherbalance.com. Meditation. It's more than just relaxation. There are different kinds of meditation, just like there are different tools to do a job. Finding the right kind of meditation will decide whether you awaken or whether you just simply drift. Energy. More than just a thought, but of movement that you can literally feel through your body. Visions. More than a faded idea within your consciousness, but rather a vivid reality so clear, it'll make you question reality itself. Meditation, if used properly, will show you how to move the currents of your mind into a better life, a more prosperous life, consciousness expanding, memory improvement, inner balance, higher balance. Most of all, discover who and what you are and what you can do. Join us.
at Higher Balance Institute will help change your world. Thank you for listening to Rebel Guru Radio.